In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony today. Hope you're having a good day. The Lord is still on the throne. He hears and answers prayer. And just as long as your faith in Him is intact, everything's going to come out all right. Oh, yes, everything's going to come out all right if your faith is in Him intact. Yesterday we stopped at the gas station, and there was a woman uh, who was in the office, and she had a crystal around her neck, thinking that this crystal brings her power. Well, Anthony gave her a rosary bead. She was overcome. The crystal gave her power. No, the crystal is not of God. Imagine thinking that a rock is going to give you power. It's so stupid. Even a child would say, that's dumb. My, no rock can give me any power. But yet, when you don't have the truth, you've got to search for a lie. You've got to search. And what does it cost a person to uh, put a crystal on their uh, neck? It doesn't cost you anything. Just think, what does it cost you when you give your life to Jesus? It costs you your life. Oh, yes. Why do you think people don't want to give their lives to Jesus? Because he wants to surrender. Let's look at Luke 10. It's a marvelous scripture. Let me take my glasses off. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He wants to make ready for the Word of God, that these people are preparing people to listen to the Word of God. Oh, yes, who else did this? One of the saints, Vincent Ferrer. Oh, yes, Vincent Ferrer, Dominican saint. He had the people who were fasting and praying go before him into the town that he was going to preach at. And people were miraculously healed, delivered, filled with God. I tell you, Billy Graham had the same thing. People would go before him to the different cities to prepare them to hear the Word of God. Oh, yes, we're all too busy, as a matter of fact. We're all too busy. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. That's still true today. It's people that are supposed to be laborers. They don't know how to labor. No one taught them how to save souls. No one taught them. They think that just by performing a, an ecclesiastical function that they're saving souls. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Oh, yes, we need to preach the Word of God. As a matter of fact, the Pope yesterday called this Sunday, Sunday of the Word of God. Uh, yes, imagine 
A whole Sunday is dedicated to the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Father, in the name of Jesus, send out laborers that will really labor to, after souls. I told you before, Mother Seton on her deathbed started to cry. She said, souls, souls, souls. There were so many more that I couldn't get. And you know, she was a woman of God that got many, many, many souls. But she realized on her deathbed there were more, and she cried for them. Yeah, on our deathbed, we don't want to be crying for things we could have done. You know, everything right now which matters, our finances, our cars, uh, you name it, it's so important. But when we're on our deathbed, what we're going to wish is that we got more souls. We prayed more. We touched more lives. We're going to think of matters of eternity. These temporal things which seem so important in your life right now are not going to matter. Because when we're about to enter into eternity, you know, things become clear. But the good news is you can choose to start living that way right now, today. And when you start living that way, you get filled with inexpressible joy and the love of God and the goodness of God. And your life becomes marked in eternity. Not only did the, the girl at the gas station, you know, receive a rosary, but she received a word of knowledge. You know, when we read the word of God, we come, we become connected with heaven. To be honest, I just wanted to stop and get gas, but the word of the Lord came to me. He said, I want you to go tell this to the, to this girl and give her a rosary. And you know, it's not about how we feel. It's about hearing the word of God and just hearkening to it. Cause you know, it was a brief encounter, but I told her, you know, we're here for you at St. John the Baptist. And now it's in God's hands. Who knows? Only an attorney will we know what that produced, the fruit. So the harvest is plentiful. This world, you know, in your life is just filled with souls who are just seeking for the truth, seeking to walk in freedom, seeking to walk in eternal life. But the laborers are few. And what's a laborer? Just someone who gives the word of God, who listens to God and does as he commands. And you're a laborer. You know, we're called to pray for laborers, but you're called to be a laborer yourself. You know, and when God sent them into the town, he sent them out two by two. Why is this? Well, and today where two or more people are gathered in Jesus' name, he is present. God gives us two by two because... When we're around other believers, we exhort and extol and lift higher one another. He puts us two by two. He put me with Father Tom. How do we learn how to win souls? The Holy Spirit brings us into all wisdom, but we learn by just watching. 
You know, when God has people set in your life who you can just watch and you can imitate, as the apostles learned by just watching what Jesus did, and then you become a lighthouse and a beacon for other people once you learn from those who God puts um, in authority over you, you know, to teach you and love you. But this is a great scripture. And, you know, every word in the Bible isn't a distant story. It's for you. It really is. And God has given you, he's deposited within you everything you'll ever need to complete every good deed that's written about. You have so much potential. You have so much fire. You have so much love of God. You have so much Holy Spirit deposited in you. I just think it's so important, like Father Tom says, none of this stuff gets done without the Holy Spirit. And we all have it when we become born-again believers or in our confirmation, but he gives it so much more abundantly to those who pray for the Holy Spirit and ask for the impartation of the Holy Spirit. Every day when me and Father Tom wake up when we're praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament, we pray the Novena to the Holy Spirit. Each day we pray that the Lord fills us with a different gift of the Holy Spirit, and that he fills us this day with the Holy Spirit. He's the advocate. He's the paraclete. He's the one who connects us to Jesus and the Father and lets us do mighty work through him. So pray and ask God for the Holy Spirit, and he will give it to you in abundance. Right now, Lord, we just pray for an impartation, a revelation of that Holy Spirit, how important it is that the Holy Spirit's not to be feared. It takes us to the cross and a place of surrender. But once the Holy Spirit takes you to this place of surrender in him, you become filled with inexpressible light and you're able to do the works of God why Jesus put you on this earth and made you his adopted son. You are one of the laborers. It's not only me. It's not only Anthony. You are one of the laborers, and you need to pray for your priests. I'm going to tell you, the priests have been bombarded by the devil to keep them quiet. I just heard of a young priest who was ordained several years ago, in another state and he gives no time to the priest that's with them. I'm going to tell you the devil wants us not to be together, wants us to be alone and that's not of God. As Anthony said, the scripture tells where two or three are gathered together in my name. There I am in the midst of them. It is God's will to make laborers out of what we have today. Pray for your priests, please, because they are tempted, because they are tempted to be liked. You know, we say that Jesus is the only way to the Father. A lot of people have succumbed to the lie that there are many ways to God. There is only one way to the Father, and it is Jesus Christ, true God and true man. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is what we believe. But a lot of people have compromised. They said, well, that's not fair. 
Well, it's very, very graceful. That's what it's all about. Let me continue. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. Don't stay where you are. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. Oh, yes. And what is the wolf looking for? Lamb chops. He's looking to kill the lamb. We are the lambs that go out in the midst of wolves, proclaiming that Jesus Christ is Lord, proclaiming that Jesus Christ is King, proclaiming that Jesus Christ is our brother. Oh, yes, we are the sheep, the lambs, and there are wolves that want to destroy us. I tell you, if you don't know anything about the wolf, you don't have Jesus, because the wolf always tries to devour the lamb, tempting, tempting him or tempting her. Oh, yes. So many preachers have compromised. Why? I want to be liked, and I want the people to feel good. Well, I'm going to tell you, whether they feel good or not, I'm going to tell them the truth. It's not up to me to make them feel bad. It's not up to me to make them feel good. It's up to me to proclaim the Word of God, the Word and void. Oh, yes, that's what it's up to me to do. And if I don't do that, woe betide unto me. That's what the teachers used to say in grade school. I still don't know what it means, woe betide. I know woe, but I don't know betide. But that's another thing. Let's continue. I'm sending you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals. Greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest upon that person. But if not, it will return back to you. Remain in the same house, eating, drinking, whatever they provide for your laborers deserves to be paid. Do not move from house to house. You know, in the early church, there were people moving from house to house, getting money. Things haven't changed. Things haven't changed. How many people who preach the gospel are living in castles? We need to have a living, but we don't need it to be living in castles. You say, it's all about money. It's all about money. Thanks be to God that we're not thinking about money in in-season and out-of-season. God provides by the grace of God. He provides. What doubts do we have? And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move from house to house. Whenever you enter a house or a town and its people, that they welcome you, eat what they set before you. Listen, cure the sick. 
you ought to say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. Whatever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, the dust of that town shake it from your feet as a reproach against them. I tell you, on that day, it will be more tolerable for Sodom than on that town. We're talking about Jesus, the only answer of God, the only weight of the Father. Oh, yes, we need people to preach Jesus and to preach the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to be having a prayer meeting at uh, St. John's on the Wednesday after Ash Wednesday. My opening statement is going to be, we want everyone here to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're just playing games. I want people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and to speak in other languages and to prophesy. You might say, well, what if the people don't like that? Well, you know what? If they don't like it, that's, I'm not trying to hurt them. I'm trying to say, if a prayer group is going to exist, it's going to exist because people are filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you about what the prayer groups used to be. When they first started, they were like hospitals. The sick would come, mentally, spiritually, physically, and they would come to know Jesus and get healed. Then what happened? As the years progressed, what happened is they become less devout, less powerful, and they want to have a coffee hour. We want a coffee hour. If you have a coffee hour, go after the prayer meeting because we need to see the action of God. That's what's missing in most places, the action of God. People don't know that God has an action that he wants to do in people, wants to change people from darkness to light, from wolves into lambs. Oh, yes. I remember the story of a man. You know, when God is after you, he's after you. Every place he went, <laughs> people would say, do you know Jesus Christ? So one day he says, I'm going off to one of the islands. And people will not ask me that. He was disgusted that everybody would ask him, do you know Jesus Christ? So he went to have a drink. Maybe it was a Kahlua or whatever. And when he drank the drink, the bartender said, do you know Jesus Christ? At that point, he gave his life to Jesus. He says, this is too much. I'm just going to give my life to Jesus, or else people are going to be asking me this for all eternity. I'm going to ask you, do you know Jesus Christ? Have you had a touch from him? Do you know that you need him? Do you know that he loves you? Do you know Jesus Christ? No. Adam knew Eve, and in nine months they gave it a name. That knowing represents the most intimate knowledge two humans can share. So, you know, Lord, just pour out your spirit upon us. In the prayer meeting, fellowship at your church, fellowship is important, of course, but if 
a coffee, coffee hour or fellowship is the best part of your church. You need to get another church because it means the power of God isn't there. When the power of God falls, as it has at these meetings, you should be frozen in the Holy Spirit, looking to heaven, afraid to move. You know, your last thought in your mind should be fellowshipping with anyone besides the Lord, drinking anything besides the new wine from heaven. I don't care if it's the best coffee beans in the world. Lord, we just ask for that anointing that fell at the Father Tom's meeting years ago to not only fall on this new meeting, which everyone is invited to every Wednesday, the Wednesday after Ash Wednesday, but upon every listener right now, let the Holy Spirit just fall. Let the glory of the Father in the manifest presence fall upon you right now. And I pray this in Jesus' name. You know, right now you're receiving a touch for heaven's Lord. We just pray for you to release angelic, your angels, ministering spirits sent to those to inherit salvation. We ask to be strengthened in our inner man. You know, when we became when you can become strengthened in your inner man by the word of God and the Holy Spirit, suddenly that light in your spirit can radiate into your body and begin to let heal your body. It can begin to seep into others that people can look at you and they can want what you have. They can see that inexpressible light and joy in your eyes. They can see you beaming with the love of God and glowing and the good news is you already you already hold that within your spirit. The spirit of God is already within you. You just continue to pray for more and more. You know, everything in this world will run out. Your bank account, the years of your life, your friends, but the love of God never runs out. God always has more. The spirit of God is infinite. We'll be in eternity, just learning for eternity the goodness and the majesty of the Lord. Lord. We'll never have him all. We'll never have his fullness. You know, St. Anthony of the Tombs, he once said he was called to just sell all his possessions and just go to the desert the, in the early, early church and just wait upon the Lord. But he says, it's not the amount of time you've been in God that determines how deep you go. It's a fervor you go and pursue God with. So you can start today to pursue God with ferocity, to pursue God with everything you have, to give God all of all of you. And once you do that, you're giving him your darkness and you're exchanging it for light. You imagine that you're exchanging rocks for gold. You know, we can be filled with rocks and hardness of heart. And all we have to do is give it to the Lord. All you have to do is give it to the Lord and be filled with the glory, the manifest presence of God, the love of God. Lord, I just pray that your, that your light right now tunnels into every area of darkness, that the glory of the Father, you know, the King of glory, just makes his presence felt on earth as it is in heaven. You know, we can bring, we want to tug on heaven. You want to tug on heaven and bring heaven to this earth. God wants you to walk in freedom. We become Christians 
for to return it to give our lives to Jesus to enter into eternity but to receive freedom you know we want you want freedom to walk in this earth that those who are free are just so filled with the love and the presence and the glory of God and they and they're just a beacon and a lighthouse for all those who come in, in front of them yeah, we have a man in the church that at the Our Father, he comes forward, and with the kiss of peace, he goes waving at the church. And it's, it's, it's a blessing. He's got this freedom in, the, in this church. That, that wouldn't happen any other place, I'll tell you. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. If the Spirit of the Lord dwells in you, there is freedom. Do you have that freedom? Do you have that freedom? Jesus wants to give you freedom. So many people are bound up, bound up by chains. And you know what? They kiss their chains because they don't want to get better. You say, oh, I want to get better. Listen, let go of the chains. Let the Lord break the chains and get better by the grace of God. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.